This is the Advanced Selling Podcast. The aim of this podcast is to help business sales teams grow their business with modern strategies and philosophies. Now, your hosts, Bill Kasky and Brian Neal. Well, that was, uh, yeah, welcome to the Advanced Selling Podcast. I hope uh, <laughs> that, that was, was the intro. Kings of, <laughs> Kings of Leon. New band, hipster band. You know who the Kings of Leon are? Did you go see them? They were in town the other night. I did not, and I'm really happy. A couple of friends of mine did, and they were sitting out in the lawn. In the lawns, and we have an outdoor <laughs> stadium here, and it was pouring <laughs> rain. It was awful. So being surrounded by you know drunk 22 year olds in the mud, not not my version of fun. <laughs> oh, I'll listen to it I on my iPod. Never sit in the <laughs> lawn ever, ever, ever in Verizon. Ever. There's some. There's some either age you cross or <laughs> place in your life where you never sit in the lawn at an outdoor concert ever again. This is, <laughs> well, I, we were at Brad Paisley a few weeks ago, and I think I mentioned there went, but um, some other people wanted to go with us. And so well, we said, why don't we just get some tickets and sit together? Well, we're not sure we're going to go. And we said, okay. And then their daughter came with our daughter. And so we got there, and we're thinking, okay, we're going to get in the lawn. going to get low in the lawn, though, because we got there like <laughs> two and a half hours early. And it was a really nice night. Well, it turns out that this, these friends of ours who weren't going to go ended up with like fifth row tickets. <laughs> the two girls that we took, their daughter and our, my daughter, found some friends that had extra tickets down <laughs> in the pavilion, and we're sitting up in the frickin' lawn with with 95% of the people who are drunk. And you know how yeah. when people get drunk and they want to pick a fight, they sort of look at you, <laughs> and they don't think you see them looking at you. And they're right next to you, and this one guy. Oh, oh my God. and they're swaying. They're, and they're swaying. swaying. They're kind of moving, but they don't think they're moving. Oh, that's very funny. <laughs> they're really focused uh, on standing still. The uh, outdoor concert season is over. It's October 1st. We're done. <laughs> Thank God we're inside. This is the Advanced Selling Podcast. You found us again, Brian Neal. Bill Kasky. Hey, welcome, everybody. I've got to give a quick shout out, too, to some people. This is a day of release, right? Day, day of, of release. Yep. Good job. It's October one coming out. Dead on arrival. Uh, I COA, went up I and spoke to Dr. Avila's oh, yeah. uh, advanced sales class up at Ball State University, who's got one of the premier selling uh, courses programs Beautiful. of Beautiful. any university in the country. And I told them all today, those little hipsters up there, that they would sign up for the advanced selling podcast. I'd give them a shout out. So we'll see Excellent. who's listening. Excellent. Good who's job. listening. We've got a couple other shout-outs to do. Uh, and by the way, if you do want to us to acknowledge your team, send us an email at listener at Advanced Selling Podcast. James Gardner <clears throat> and his team at Component Force all listen. Yeah. We gather around the old radio every Thursday afternoon. We need the Rockford Files theme, huh? <clears throat> James Gardner, is that who that is? The Rockford J- Files? It is, is that James guy? Gardner, I think. Did I write that down wrong? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, James, you know who you are. And uh, Rich Simpson uh, has a group out in California. They're in the paving business. Mm-hmm. Talked to Rich the other day. And then Dave from Australia sent us a note. Thanks for the podcast. You sent it to me. Uh, it came just at the right time. I just finished a door knock. Aha. Uh-huh. That, you know that must be like, uh, Australian for a blitz. Is that yeah, what it I is? Think, a, I think a drop a in? Door knock. A door knock. Unless he just I like that. was doing one door knock. But I think good. that's a, a, a campaign. And found out the company was buying five systems, which he sells. But yep. this guy would not talk to me at all. I did find out he was not the owner, and the owner had not signed yet. After leaving this guy, I was thinking, I got one chance to get in front of the owner. How do I do this? What's the best way? I jump in my car. This is synchronicity, baby. Jumped into it. Jumped in his car after the door knock, checked my email, and your email about one-shot deal popped up. Wow. We did a, a one-shot deal. Yeah, we I remember. Sure, yeah. Uh, and after listening to the podcast, I called the owner. At first, she was not interested at the start, but at, by the end of the call, I got a meeting with her, and we ended up closing the deal. Very well uh, done. At least that's the that's the plan. Again, thanks Off heaps, laps. Dave from Australia. Heaps. Anyway. Gosh, I love thanks Australians. Heaps. You do. You love. They have the coolest way to say things. Thanks heaps. What's his name, Dave? Dave. No last. Good job, name. Dave. Yeah. Send us an email back. 
Good job. Good job. Well done. Okay, you have a uh, perfect sales call. Well, I, I think it did is. Did you run I was it? At a were client. you a part of it? Absolutely not. No, I'm still striving. But one of my clients did it, so it's one of those deals where I think I'm done training him because he's 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 done it. Great. We were we were we were working. It was the last day of the quarter yesterday for a client of mine. We were going through some last minute deals to literally talk about: Is there anything we can do literally in the next six hours to get some deals closed? So we had this one deal we were talking about, and I said, okay, take me through. And he had scheduled to pick up these contracts to get this big, big, big deal signed that afternoon. I said, let's take me through it, and let's just let's break it down and see. And, and as he told me this, I thought I almost had a tear in my eye because this is one of the most perfect scenarios I've ever seen. You do get emotional. Client. It's very, very good. It's very cool. So I thought I, I'd take you through, and I'll talk to you a little bit about what was so perfect about it, and then the listeners can think about their own deals um, and sort of uh, gauge uh, their deals against this Excellent. one and see where am I on things. Okay, so Let me run through kind of how we got here first. Let's first talk about why we were there. The way the whole deal started, um, and this is the, the first checkoff is, um, are we at the, what's our relationship like? Are we talking to the right people, number one? And uh, the way he described it is um, he and his manager, so my client, salesperson, sales manager, uh, all worked on the deal together around the table with the CEO, the CFO, the VP of operations, and one other person. All right. And as they were all talking about the deal, and they had several meetings together, the last meeting they had, they said, my client talked and presented their solution and, and the final kind of details of it for about uh, 20 minutes. And they spent the next 45 minutes talking about the inner workings of their own company, of the client's company. Um, like they were part of the, the company and they were bitching about things and saying this and what they should do and how they should do it. So it was literally like they were a part of an internal meeting at their customer, at their prospect, really. Prospect, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so imagine that, like being almost like an in- So that tells me, number one, phenomenal relationship, yeah. openness, not afraid to share, see us as a partner, really good, yeah. really, really well done. Uh, and everyone around the same table at the same time. <clears throat> Next check is uh, pain. So we said, okay, well, what, what are we talking about? Why are we talking about? The way this transaction started, this customer asked my customer to do one little tiny thing for them. And they said, we want you to, to provide a what they would do a maintenance contract on some equipment that they own. Mm-hmm. All right? And as our client, in the process of asking them questions and everything, listened, um, figured out that they had some pain that they really didn't know about and weren't aware of. And so instead of just delivering back what the client asked for, which was a proposal for contract maintenance, they instead came back and said, okay, here's a proposal for contract maintenance. But there are some other things we heard we want to bring up to you and share with you and talk about um, your openness to this. And so they took them through the, this whole um, pain scenario where the, the, the client was actually at a huge risk and a huge liability risk for some equipment failing. And they introduced the idea of bringing in a new type of equipment to keep that from occurring again in the future. And there's huge, like, big-time liability behind this. Totally opened up the eyes of the client in a way they had never been opened before. So that's number two is the, the pain part. Um, economically, then, what happened is the uh, my client leases equipment. This particular customer of theirs has typically owned equipment in the past. So there's this big discussion about moving from ownership to leasing something. It's a fundamental shift in totally how they different. buy and yeah, how they see things. completely different. Yeah. And uh, really, you could argue, to one, on one degree, more expensive because the way they financed this equipment, it was old, it was paid for and everything. Now they're going to incur new costs. And so my client did a phenomenal job bridging the gap between the economics and the money part back to the pain and the liability. 
The other thing they discovered was because of the, the type of equipment that my customer was going to offer, their prospect was able to be more efficient in their operation and deliver more um, goods more quickly, which uh, increased their cash flow, which they had never thought about either, about this being an opportunity. And so all of the things tied together, the pain tied back to the economics and tied back to, the, I guess, the cost of the pain made sense from the economic standpoint, but also came back to a, a, a revenue generation, a cash flow generation issue, which is far beyond what my client does for a living. You know, they, I've talked about it before, they, they lease and sell semi-trailers. So, And then we went to the end and we said, do we have a clear future? And my client says, um, we're having drinks at 5 o'clock this afternoon up in Cleveland. And he said, I told my client, I said, don't come to drinks if you don't have the contracts in your hand. <laughs> and the guy beautiful. laughed. He said, I'll see you at 5. Excellent. I'm like, Excellent. it's freaking brilliant. It's, I mean, it's really, yeah, really, it's really, really well done. Really well done. And really nothing here is overly clever or sophisticated. It's not like they took them out to play golf at 19 different worldwide golf courses. I mean, this nope. is basically sales process 101, but it yeah. all worked. It all, it all worked. And what was so nice about it is they were very disciplined about following the process that we have been talking about. And there were plenty of, plenty of places where they could have checked out. They could have started checking out just by only talking to the director of maintenance when they right. got the first lead. They could have checked out just by delivering back, you know, the only little thing that the, that the person wanted. There were lots and lots of uh, places to check out and miss this thing. So really, really, really well done. So Yeah, here's a couple lessons I, yeah. I really got out of this. This is good. One is assume that your they assumed that their client was not aware of all the problems they had. That's why mm -hmm. they insisted upon going in and doing their diligence Ooh, that's good. and asking questions. That's good. Client thought they had problem in area A, but they had problems in, in, in other areas. Yep. So that, that's a lesson for us is don't just try to solve the, the problem on the table. Presented, look, yeah. Deeper. Yeah. Just look deeper. Look deeper. Very, very good. Here's another one is the client, I, I know a little bit about this company that we work with, but this, this it really is a shift in how they do business. And you can't sell a shift in how someone does business. You have to discuss it. You have to converse about uh, it yeah. and allow the customer and you to talk about the pros and the cons and the, and the discussion around it rather than trying to pitch and convince them to go with leasing versus buying. Yep, yep. That, and that's exactly what happened. We talked about that yesterday in our meeting where we said the big difference here, and I had a couple of other of this one salesperson's peers in the room that aren't as far along, I think, as mm -hmm. he is. They still are, act like salespeople. To them, that was still a sales deal, and they treat it like a right. sales deal. Right. He treats it like a joint a venture. Peer -to -peer, a joint venture. Like a joint yeah, venture. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And when you do that, the whole energy and air of the whole yeah. thing changes. Yeah. That's why he gets to stay in the room with the CEO and That's the CFO right. when they're bitching about each other Yeah. because he's part of the team where the salespeople get kicked out. Yeah. And go, okay, we'll get back to you whenever we decide what we're doing. You know, let's not lose that. I mean, that that even though it sounds like a, a small part in the way you just described it, it was thirty seconds of description. But that is a huge difference between yeah. those people who are really solving problems for customers and those who are just selling products. Yeah. And if you're solving problems, you're treating your clients more like a joint venture. Also, with joint ventures, sometimes they don't work. And That's sometimes right. There's no reason to go further. Absolutely, no question about it. Yeah. We the theme for this client in the 2010 fiscal year is getting them to move from salesperson to business person. Beautiful. And we started with this. We're going to start with the scale of where each person is and say, okay, if 10 is pure business person, zero is pure salesperson, where are you? And uh, this person I'm going to put in the high eight 
eight to nine category for sure. And then there's some people he sits around that are, you know, in the three, four category. Yeah. So our, our job is to help move them up. So the maybe that's a good that's a good exercise for yeah. our uh, listeners is just take a look uh, and rate yourself as honestly as you can. Yeah. When you go in, do you find yourself uh, defaulting to product pitching? Yep. Or uh, are you a part of the team? Are you in their in-house staff meetings? Are you uh, Are you talking about ways that you're going to help them grow their business or are you just talking about ways to sell them something? Yeah. Are they asking you questions about what you're seeing in the marketplace? Are they asking you that you opinions about what they should do, even with things outside of your core uh, competency? Yeah. That's when you really know you've crossed the line from being a salesperson to be an actual yeah. uh, partner. I like that. I like it's that perfect stuff, sales call, man. And it's just so, nice. so powerful. Good work. Nice. Perfect sales call. Different than the perfect oatmeal though. If you read my blog, <laughs> very different. Thank you. That. Starbucks. Not, Email us at listener at advanced selling podcast if you mm-hmm. want to converse with us in any way, uh, or if you have a thought or an idea on a future show or a problem. Mailbag, just put mailbag in the subject line, and we'll make sure you do a shout. We'll do a shout out to you or whatever you want. Yep. Not whatever you want. <laughs> Within reason, we'll do whatever you want. Um, and then also go to advancedsellingpodcast.com. You can download prior shows, a little video up there. Uh, we're posting to there occasionally, so subscribe to the RSS feed. Uh, Brian, it's real simple syndication for you. Very, 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 very simple. simple. And uh, <laughs> Brian got a new toy. Uh, and you we'll did talk too. About it, and next we'll time. talk about it's it next team. time. Team. See you later. Bye. Bye. This has been the Advanced Selling Podcast, presented by Kasky Achievement Strategies, Indianapolis. Join us each time we record a new podcast by going to BillKasky.com or to iTunes.